All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. How's it going, folks? I got one thing to say before we get into everything. Derek Ryan. That's why you put him in the shootout. How are we doing? Was here filled in for Boardsy. Boardsy, uh, he's feeling a little ill. So they uh, they called me up on the emergency call up. Tyler said, hey, what are you doing tonight? I mean, I was originally supposed to be on After Dark anyways. And I'm like, well, I'm watching the game. And I was like, you, want, you, you might have to host. I'm like, I've never done this before. But regardless, what matters is the Oilers got the W in the end. And uh, it was a bit pretty uh, interesting game, to say the least. It started out pretty slow for the Oil. What, two shots, one shot in the first period. Things started to pick up in the second. I mean, I'll give the uh, LA Kings a little bit of credit for their goals. They were they were pretty nice goals, to say the least. Uh, but the Oil found their way back into the game through the second. And Conor McDavid scoring the opener for the Oilers, the catalyst, I believe. And then the Oilers, Oilers just found themselves back into the game slowly. And it was a pretty even back-and-forth game. I know a lot of talk about the officials. Not too, not too many Oilers fans happy with them, uh, especially early on in the game. But I am... Joined by producer Gavin, at least. I have someone hanging out with me tonight, and we're going to give you your game scoring summary. Gavin, how are we feeling right now? Doing good, man. And that's a big, that's a massive win against a Pacific Division rival. LA Kings, a win against them always feels just a little bit better. So absolutely loving it this Saturday night. I will have to agree with you. We're going to kind of just break down each Oilers goal. I mean, there was two goals in this game by the Oilers. Technically, a couple in the shootout, but they were massive goals that got them back in the game. Unfortunately, the Oilers had to kind of 
they had to dig themselves back into the game, just kind of like against the Rangers, against a top opponent. I know the San Jose game, you know, they beat them five nothing, pretty easy victory, but this one was a little tougher for the oil. Yeah, no, exactly. Like the ice was definitely tilted throughout that entire first 20 minutes. Like you said, was two, two shots in the first 20 minutes of a game is obviously unacceptable, but, but the boys picked it up. Uh, so credit the coach now for getting the boys rolling after the first 20. 100%. Of course, the Oilers' first goal came in the second period. McDavid scores his 13th of the season in his 600th NHL game. Of course, on the power play, I believe that goal happened. It was a bank shot on Cam Talbot. It looked like Cam Talbot had to fix his mask after that goal. Uh, you know, the way I people have been saying, you know, you never see Connor McDavid score Michigan's or lacrosse style, style type goals. Well, he doesn't have to. He just does the Michigan. He doesn't need to waste time. He simply just finds a way to bank it off the goalie. Simple as that. Yeah, no, exactly. I know he tried that move, like, I want to say, like, five minutes prior to, so as I see this one going to the back of the net. And then, of course, for the second goal, Dry Seidel from McDavid. McDry ties the game. Uh, McDavid with a little nifty turn and dishes it to Leon Dreisel to tie the game. Of course, in the comments, I will get to the I, – I, I, this is my first time in StreamYard, so I'm trying to get to the comments here. Uh, what are the people saying here, Gavin? Yep, no, just uh, all great vibes in the YouTube chat here. Just uh, you're getting a lot of Derek Ryan love, uh, Waz. Uh, Derek, Derek Ryan deserves Derek all Ryan, the love. A lot of Derek Ryan. Um, Gene also said, uh, yeah, Derek Ryan did it for you just for your uh, hosting debut here too, Waz. So uh, love to see it. Yeah, go, great baby. vibes got here tonight. I I got one thing to say about Derek Ryan that I noticed. He got crushed earlier in the third along the boards. And this guy's an absolute ragdoll. He just takes beatings after beatings in every game. And he somehow survives. I think he he was maybe, he maybe sat out one game recently this month because of maybe an apparent injury. But, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Derek Ryan takes a few hits to the body. Yeah, he does. He gets in the dirty areas, man. And that's what he wanted out of bottom six guys. So, yeah, awesome game for Derek Ryan. And, obviously, he capped up Oilers W for us as well. Yeah, Naeem says it right there. Derek Ryan takes uh, so many scary hits. And part yeah. of me is a Derek Ryan stan. I'm like, please don't be hurt. You're, you're like 37, man. All right? You've seen like <laughs> three different eras of hockey in your hockey career. So, and, you know, of course, in June, we want to see him uh, lift the lower Stanley with all, all together. Uh, of course, we should get to the shootout. What did you think of the shootout? It was very uh, back and forth. I feel like at first, yeah. both goalies were shooter tutors. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, uh, the, the oil find a way to get the W. Yeah, it was kind of strange. I think they even said on the broadcast. So you don't see a lot of shootouts when the first four shooters uh, end up in goal. So, yeah, it was definitely a weird start to the shootout. And then, uh, yeah, all capped up by a Derek Ryan goal. So absolutely love to see it. Yeah, just uh, I guess we should touch on maybe on LA's goals there. Uh, I believe the first goal was scored by Fiala, an absolute rocket past Stuart yeah. Skinner. I, I honestly felt like Stuart Skinner had no chance on that. That was just a great shot. And the second goal from uh, Kempe, uh, Beauty of Arister, just uh, down the right-hand side, uh, off the rush. Uh, I hate to give the Kings credit, but they were nice goals. Yeah, they know they were for sure. And they capitalized on their chances there. And like you said, it was an absolute rocket by Fiala. And then, so yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, LA, LA played well tonight, but... We got the dub. Exactly. A lot of love in the chat for Derek Ryan. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot in this stream. I'm glad to see him showing up. It's, uh, I don't know, something about Derek Ryan. I know it's it's kind of a meme with me and how much I love him, but at the same time, he's just a hard worker. Uh, fourth win of a 10-game heater, says number one fan. Big W's and against a tough team as well, so. Well, and it feels good beating Dowdy, man. I swear, every mm -hmm. time they showed Dowdy on, on the ice tonight, he was just bitching about something to the refs, man. He dropped a couple yes. F-bombs. A couple leap, uh, lip readers out there could uh, 
obviously tell that. But man, he seemed like he was crying all freaking game. So being a guy like Drew Doughty feels even much better. Well, with that being said, let's get to the good, the bad, and the oily. Brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit Alberta or ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. And I'm sure if there's a few Edmonton fans who went down to L.A., they've got a couple of memories taking them back to Edmonton. Right, Gavin? Oh, exactly, man. We have their number as of late, man. So uh, it feels good. We sent them golf in the last two years as well. So uh, I don't think LA likes us very much right now. So should we start with the good? Let's do it. Let's do it. The good. Let's start positive, positive vibes. We're going to go with Connor McDavid. His play was absolutely fantastic. I think he elevated the Oilers. You could tell in his eyes that he wanted this W. He said, I am not leaving L.A. without two points. I am going to go into Anaheim tomorrow feeling good. And that's what Connor McDavid did. And it felt like he kind of elevated everyone around him, especially on the power play, on that first line. What did you think of Connor McDavid's play? You said it right there, Was He made everyone around him better tonight. And especially with with Evander Kane not in the lineup, we needed our big dogs to step up. So guys like McDavid, guys like Leon Dreisaitl, we needed them to step up and put the team on their back tonight. And they did that. So like you said, Waz, he stepped up to the plate today and had an absolutely huge night for the Edmonton Oilers. 100%. I'm also going to give a little love there to uh, Connor Brown. He was playing pretty good. but He was close. He was oh, close, he was, man. He was, he was, <laughs> hey, you know what? You keep doing that, you're eventually going to buy yourself a goal. We're getting a little love. Oh, well, we hope so anyways, man. Uh, Ryan he, S. We would say that the uh, the man's do, but we've been saying that for a while. But he actually had a couple good uh, quality shots on net tonight. So I thought he was going to yes. find one. I thought he was going to pot one for us, but... I it has to be coming soon, yeah. man. It has to be. Uh, but you, you made a good point. Like McDavid, Dry Settle both stepping up in game. This is the type of game where you want your star players to really yes. step up, well, take it to the next matchups, level. And that's, and that's what you need, was right. And that's exactly yes. what you need. And that's what we weren't getting earlier in the year, right? Like we dry settle and McDavid weren't really taking over hockey games like we've been so grateful for throughout their entirety of their Oilers career, right? And we're getting that now. And that's why now we're two games over 500 because guys like Drysaddle and McDavid are winning these games single-handedly for us. Yeah, and Drysaddle especially, I thought he, he was playing with a little bit extra edge as well, for being sure. a little bit more nifty. Uh, I, I was seeing a little bit more from Drysaddle in the offensive zone, especially compared to the last few games. So I, I was really happy to see him connect with Connor McDavid on that power play goal, especially so. Uh, when McDry is cooking, the Oilers are probably well, going to cook the Kings, correct? Yeah, and so. like you said right there, Dry is cooking, man. And that's now goals in four of his last five games. Ooh. So he has a scoring touch. Dry is red hot, baby. And I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, let's see if we got here anything in the chat. Lavoie, love. Let's go. Chill out. Was Christopher Palmer says here, so happy to see you, bud. Servings, they said, DR10. I knew it was meant to be. <laughs> um, let's see here. David, it's no contest. Uh, I'll take one stupid penalty from Dry if he looks engaged all game, says Naeem. I, I'll, you know what? And, you know, the officials, yeah. we're going to get to that. They were very weird this game. Yeah, um, it was definitely all over Twitter, too. So, uh, yeah, we'll yes. definitely we'll definitely be touching on that later. Um, on we've got Ryan Smith's nose in the chat. It's a good hockey night <laughs> in Canada name. when the Oilers win and the Leafs lose. I didn't know. The Leafs tend to lose a lot more than I think. I swear I don't pay attention to much of them. Oh, but. man, their goaltending situation is yeah. so bad. We were actually talking about it on pregame and two, man. Sam Sonov is having a Jack Campbell-like season, man. He is not. He's having a season to forget <laughs> for sure over there in Toronto. Well, we don't need to waste our time on Toronto. Let's no, move on to we the definitely bad. Not. 
And the bad was for sure that that first period was ugly. It was, I'll give credit to the LA Kings. They were very dominant. It looked like they're, they, they, it looked like they were more engaged. They were ready to take that hockey game by the neck. They said, Hey, we remember what you guys did to us in 2022 and the last year's playoffs. We're not going to let you beat us. That's what it kind of felt like in that first period. And what the Oilers, I think they didn't get their first shot on net until what, maybe. It was eight minutes in. It was eight minutes in. Eight minutes in. Okay. Yeah. And I think they had a, like, I, I think it was like seven minutes left into the first. I'm like, wow, we only have like one shot. Oh, yeah. No. And like I said earlier in the show, like the ice was completely tilted throughout this first 20 minutes. And like, it just, it just was not an ideal start for the Amateurs. Obviously, in a Pacific, in in a Pacific Division game where you need a win, mm-hmm. and like the boy, but the boys figured it out after the first twenty. So, and you know something, Vincent Darren said in a recent interview with the Oilers, he said, "We're always confident going into every period. Uh, every period doesn't matter the situation. If we're down two nothing, or if we're up two nothing, we're always confident." I think mm-hmm. we saw that in the Oilers that. They knew, hey, okay, we're down to nothing heading into the second. That's okay. We can still come back. We believe in ourselves. We know what we're capable of. And we saw that heading throughout the throughout the whole, whole game and going into the shootout in overtime. Yep. Well, there's even looked dominant in overtime. Like, it, it was it was a great game. And, I mean, that first period, I'll, I'll give credit to Stuart Skinner because it, it could have been yes. 4 nothing if it wasn't for Stu. And those were great goals the LA Kings scored. No, exactly. I'm glad he kind of gave love to Stuart Skinner there because I, I thought he played extremely well tonight. Even, and like we even touched on it too, both those LA goals were extremely tough to stop. So I love Stuart Skinner's game tonight. He kept us in this hockey game too. So yeah, going back on that Vinny quote, we should be confident going to each period because our offense is rolling. Stuart Skinner's rolling too. He's actually leading the NHL in wins since November 11th. So he's been playing great between the pipes. So yeah, I, I would be confident too going into each and every period. As uh, PCE says, Skin Daddy, the new nickname for oh, I love that. Skinner. That video drives so awesome. That was that's what we love to see from the Oilers, and they're, they've got such a nice bond. I think people tend to underestimate the bond this team actually has. They they love playing for each other. I think there's a lot of camaraderie there for sure. Um, and I think uh, another thing with Stuart Skinner I saw there was I don't know if you noticed in the broadcast, but the LA King fans were actually. Uh, chanting Skinner. Yeah, right like, at the end of the first period, I actually yeah. did notice that just after two goals. But uh, right. it obviously fired up Stu. So hey, Stu, Stu's I'm all not for it. <laughs> but let's move on to the Oily, which is Connor McDavid plays game six hundred. It's incredible what we've witnessed from '97, from you know 2015 up until now. A few uh, you know ups and downs on the road, but Gavin, it's. Uh, did you ever expect that Connor McDavid would be this good for the Oilers by game 600? Oh man. Like I think his expectations coming in, like, yes, hundred percent. And maybe he's even exceeded them, man. I like, I still remember where I was on the day we won the Jaff lottery. I'm like, Holy man, the amateur Oilers just found their savior, right? He's going to get us out of the day, the decade of darkness, which he did. So ever since he's put on that Oilers sweater, man, he's been definitely exceeding my expectations. Um, yeah, I, I mean, for me personally, I, I just, I remember where I was when the Oilers won the draft lottery. Yeah. I remember. I think all his fans do, man. That yeah, was good, that I, was I was day. honestly in the same spot. I was in just a, the room next to me and I was watching the TV and I just completely lost my mind. I ran up and down my stairs. Yeah, It was like, if you ever played FIFA or Chell and you packed like the best player in the game. That's how I would react. Uh, it was insane. My mom is like, why are you reacting like this? I'm like, we, we just won the draft lottery. It's like, who cares? It's just another player. It's like, this yeah. isn't just another player. And no. 
Um, yeah. To the chat and to Gavin, since McDavid played his um, 600th game, what yeah. is your favorite McDavid moment? Of course, Ooh. we know against the Battle of Alberta, uh, what he did there against LA. There's so many memorable moments from 97. There's What's a lot of them, man, favorite? considering his career's like, like it's not even half over and he, he already has so many, but I'll go to a specific goal. I was in the building for this. It was actually at Rexall Place in his rookie year. It was his first game back from injury and he was playing the Columbus Blue Jackets when he split the D and then absolutely undressed the Columbus uh, goalie. That goal is definitely my favorite McDavid memory just because it one, it was his rookie year, two, I was in the building and three, it was his first game back from his collarbone injury. Uh, Connor, he, him says insane. He will be 1000 points before his 700th game. And that's something to watch this season as well. Ken Connor McDavid scores a thousandth NHL point. I'm not too sure how far he is away from it right now, but it's something to see. And, um, another, uh, uh, Aki dental says, I, I'm pretty sure about that 97 moments scoring an OT on Calgary. Yeah, that, 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 that's a good one that's, as well. It, it lives the Morgan Riley one is like Connor just said as well. That's a good one. Yeah. There's, there's a lot like, of good ones coming in. Especially during that um, COVID, like, 56-game season, there was a lot of good memories. But I'm going to have to go with you, unfortunately. Um, well, not unfortunately. It was an amazing moment because I was also in the building, and we didn't even know we were in the same building. Yeah, it's but crazy. <laughs> when he scored that goal against Columbus in his rookie year, it was like, okay, yeah, we definitely have something special. He undressed yeah. the entire team. I think he scored on Jonas Corposalo. And I think it was Corpus Re- Alley, right? Rexall place just went electric. Like I've, I witnessed some awesome moments at Rogers, but I've never felt a building come alive after a goal like that one. I don't know. There was something special about I it. I think he had a 3.9 that night as well too. So yeah, he came back go. and he absolutely went off too, man. That was a, a yeah, that was a special game for sure. The one thing I'll note is that I skipped one of my soccer games uh, for that game just because it's like McDavid's back from injury. I got to witness yeah. this, and it was one to remember. Uh, one goal I'll give him some love that people tend to not talk about enough is if you remember the 2017 playoffs against Anaheim, where did the pivot wrist yep. shot? I think it hit the post and end. That yes. was a work of art from Conor McDavid. He's definitely lived up to the hype in the playoffs, I would say. Um, oh, for sure. For sure, man. Yeah, he's definitely like. And that was kind of the concern, maybe like after like his first series yeah. um, against uh, against San Jose in twenty seventeen, yeah, because he wasn't scoring the goals. Like, yeah, he was getting the apples, but he couldn't find the back of the net really. Um, but he obviously now he is a playoff guy. He's been absolutely balling out for us each and every playoff series. Uh, the goal a lot of people are bringing up in the chat is the Rangers goal, of course. Uh, oh, absolutely, that one is what really. I don't think just took the hockey world by notice, but the entire sporting world. Okay, this is Connor McDavid. Yeah. This guy's the best player in the world. The most advanced hockey player, in my opinion, we've ever seen. I know that sounds crazy. Well, man, like he he's one of the best. Like, I, like he is the best hockey player in the world, but he's one of the best athletes in the world. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, dominance in a sport, he is just that good compared to everyone else in his league. And not a lot of players can say that in their respective leads. Like in the NFL, you can maybe go like a Patrick Mahomes. But I, I would put Connor McDavid above that pedigree. Uh, just looking through the comments here. Uh, when LA comes to Rogers, all the fans need to shout, Pouty Dowdy. We're definitely going to touch on that in a bit because I was pretty – I was not happy with Mr. Drew Dowdy with him and his crying <laughs> after one penalty. He's like, buddy, chillax. You just you just had three penalties on your uh, – we'll, we'll get into that a little later. It's going to be a nice little fun show here with Gavin and I. Uh, let me look here. Uh, Fate McDavid moment when he undressed the Leafs D-man and shelved it. I feel like he's undressed the Leafs defense like a few times here. Um, 
Yeah, but that Morgan Riley one, yeah, that that one definitely sticks out for me as well because I, th- I I think we absolutely blew them out that game as well, absolutely be- uh, embarrassed the Maple Leafs. So anytime we do yeah. that, I absolutely love it. I, I think it was actually a few games after the Rangers goal, he did something similar, but against the Winnipeg Jets. I remember that because mm-hmm. that was also just after the year they swept us. Um, a few more moments just to touch on, of course, McDavid's 60th goal last season where he. Yeah. Got a little frustrated, not scoring overtime, and uh, it was one of the moments of 2023. His 100 points in that. Um, it, it, I remember his first 100 point season as well, and then 100 points in the COVID shortened season. Yes, yes, uh, and then uh, we'll see what. I mean, Connor McDavid's gonna create more memories for us, and I think oh, the last man. one that stands out to me. Cup, yep, yeah, yeah, I'm glad oh. you said it right there. Last one that stands out one on everyone's list, so it's coming. Oh. The last one that stands out to me is the the LA Kings uh, game seven. That was just unreal. That uh, yeah. twenty twenty two playoffs is just a fun overall time. Yeah. That, that guy took the league by storm in those playoffs. <laughs> um, but with that being said, let's move on to our hot and cold performance of the game, courtesy of our friends at DoorDash. Ding dong. For a limited time, our listeners get twenty can get twenty five percent off and zero delivery fees on their first order of fifty dollars fifteen dollars or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code Nation twenty five. So uh, there you go. Use your little twenty five percent off. It's, it's probably worth it, especially when you use Eve tomorrow. But uh, let's get into the hot and cold performers, Gavin. Who was your hot performer? Hot performer. So since we already gave love to uh, Connor McDavid, I'll give love to Leon Dreisaitl. He's been absolutely on a tear as of late. Goals in four of his last five. And even in the defensive zone was. Like, I think he's playing extremely, extremely well for us. And yeah, he got a scoring touch. He's doing a little bit of everything. He's putting the team on his back. And and he's just performing, man. Like, it's awesome to see from number 29. Chat, also give us your hot performer of the game. Of course, Connor McDavid took that over. But for me, I'm going to give a little love to uh, Connor Brown. We mentioned it her earlier. It kind of almost seemed like, man, if there was any time to get a Connor Brown's first goal for the Oilers in a big game like this, this would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was he was getting shots on net. I think the broadcast showed he, he's had 41 shots or something in his first 26 games with the Oilers. Like the guy, he put in a shift tonight. So give credit where credit is due, especially after being uh healthy scratched recently. Uh, yeah. I, I thought maybe he was going to find the back in that, but if Connor Brown, keeps doing what he did tonight, the goals will eventually start to come. Start just, coming. Like, just, just like it did with McLeod, man. That's so what I was thinking right there. Um, Let's see here. Props for Nuge and Skinner for sure. Oh, Nuge was, he was, he, yeah. he had a fine, solid game. Skinner, we, we touched on him. Without him, that probably would have been a 4 nothing first period for the LA for Kings. Sure. Um, yeah, no, like, I, I just want to read out some Stuart Skinner numbers ahead. here. So, since November 11th, he's first in the NHL in wins. He's 10th in the NHL in goals against average. Seventh in save percentage. Second in shutouts. And first in percentage of teams wins. So, Stuart Skinner is playing like the all-star he was last year for us. And that's why we are winning hockey games yet again. Oh, Zach Troutman brings them. Nuge Vesna save an OT. I was very shocked. Like... It was a wraparound. I don't know who did, but I was like, oh, my God, game's over. This is going to be an interesting after dark. And the next thing you know, it doesn't go in because Ryan Nugent Hopkins saves the Oilers bacon and we head to the shootout. But how about them cold performers? Because uh, there's a few I'd like to name. Okay, you start us off, Wallace. Who do you got? I, I wanted to save it for this exact moment. Drew Doughty. 
Oh man, that was mine. Anthony. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, Pouty Dowdy, buddy. Why? Why are you whining after one penalty? Like I'm pretty sure the LA Kings just had like three penalties in a row. Yep. Some are very questionable. I know a lot of Oilers fans were complaining about the officials. I don't like to complain about the officials too much, mm -hmm. but whenever I do complain about the officials, it's against the LA Kings. But Drew Dowdy, the way he was reacting after that first tripping, it was a clear tripping call, and he's like acting like it's the end of the world. Like, how can you call that? I'm like. Buddy, you just had three power plays. What are you whining about? <laughs> and like it just it was nonstop there. And like, I mean, the officials were they were a head scratcher tonight. Yeah, no, for sure. And like I'm touching on Dowdy, man. Like, I don't know how many times you can drop the F-bomb in the span of 30 seconds going to the box. Like, I was hoping <laughs> that he's gonna get another two for unsportsmanlike contact, man. Like, that's how nuts he was going on the ice. Like, just a look at his eyes, like he was fired up man yeah. that guy was mad mad and like we gotta get pouty dowdy trending on twitter man because yeah he was doing a lot of pouting tonight it was i i honestly feel like the empton oilers bring out a different level of emotions out of drew dowdy i think right now over the last few years they've been rent free in his mind that's all we can kind of hear about on the broadcast especially people are talking about like oh how the la kings they can't stop thinking about the oilers and i think yeah. Drew dowdy for he just he sees flashbacks to the last two playoff runs. And McDavid, I think since McDavid's entered the league, he's embarrassed Doughty a few times. And at the end of the day, McDavid and, and Denorthers end up having the last, last laugh. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was definitely a lot of emotion in, in today's hockey game. Like I said earlier, too, we sent him golf in the last two years. LA Kings head coach Sean McClellan used to be our head coach. So there's emotion in that. A lot of bad blood between these teams. Yeah. So, yeah, like – Obviously, Dowdy came to this game with a little extra, let, let's just call it, I'll just call it passion, okay? So, he definitely had a lot more on the go here tonight. Um, Ryan Smith's nose says, or there's definitely in Dowdy's head, 100%. Buddy plays Living rent-free, man. Living rent-free all day. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up here, and Zach, I don't know if you want to, do, do you have a cold performer? Or were you, were you sharing the cold performer? A uh, cold performer? Yeah, like it was Dowdy for me as okay. well, was. Yeah, just, uh, no worries. yeah, it was definitely Dowdy. I was going to point one out, uh, the Lavoie penalty. I, I don't know what happened there. The, the, the guy was yeah, skating. That... I think it was Adrian Kempe who came off the bench, just ran the Lavoie penalty. Like, the, I'll be honest, at first, the refs, it seemed kind of one-sided, but eventually I thought it kind of was like it was pretty even. Like, the refs were calling penalties for Edmonton. It was one of the reasons we got mm -hmm. back in the game. Like, I, you know, I don't want to blame the officials too much, but there was those questionable calls where Lavoie just breathes, breathes on the guy and it's a penalty. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, and let us know in the chat to you guys, like what you guys thought of the refs tonight. Yeah, like for sure it was. Like there's definitely some weak calls, but we get that every single yeah. night, right? Like there's definitely weak calls or soft calls, but at the end of the day, we got the win. So I'm not going to complain about it as much. Yeah, like of course, like that Lavoie, that Lavoie penalty definitely was not a penalty without a doubt. But, and that's hockey, man. Like you're going to get some yeah. calls. You're not going to get some calls just the way it goes sometimes. Obviously, if we lost, I'd be a little bit more upset about it, but we got the win, so I'll be a little bit of bias in that aspect. I do believe um, it was in the uh, first period where people started were pointing out that I think Drew Doughty hooked Connor McDavid on a scoring chance, and it was completely missed. Um, I Like you said, like things are going to get missed throughout the course of a hockey game. For, sure. For whatever reason, it's more amplified against the LA Kings, I find, because... Throughout the season, I, I haven't seen Oilers fans complain about the refs too much mm -hmm. compared to when we played the Kings. Like, remember game one last year? We all know what happened. Yes. I was at the game. It was depressing. But um, 
a hockey fan here says in the chat, the refs are always questionable when we play in LA for some reason. That's I don't get it either, man. Um, also, they missed the interference on DR in the third. I think it was like, well, that was kind of on the numbers there. Hey, uh, LSKM. Uh, yeah. Chell Ivers has, has refs put away the whistles in the third, which I respect. And yeah, there's a yeah. couple. No, no, for sure. For sure. Like, like you don't want a game to come down to like, like a bad call yeah. or something like that. Like kind of like what they do in the playoffs too, right? Kind of thing. So yeah, I'm with you too, Chell. So um, should we get to the uh, quick bankroll recap right now here? Good. All right, Borzi's bankroll. Borzi's not on the uh, obviously here, but we've got some uh, bets here, Mr. Gavin. Can you just go over them f- for us? Yeah, so this is what we uh, had in our pregame show. So, um, so how it works too, if if any guys are new, we lay out all these three bets, and the chat votes on which one we're riding with. Um, Hyman was our uh, bet of the day, which didn't hit unfortunately, but the one on the left, uh, dry anytime gold, definitely. Did so we got a nice plus one thirty pay on that. We didn't hit the Hyman one, but still a decent day overall. Overall for uh, Boise's bankroll. Uh, I was very fortunate. I put a little. Some you had a good one. I, I put some shekels on a McDavid and Drysaddle anytime goal scorers together, and I had a nice little. You know, I made some money. I'm very happy. And uh, no, I think it was like a plus uh, three fifty payoff for you, man. And it was. Yes, night. I put fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars turns to seventy. But of course, now you're free rolling going into the uh, game tomorrow as well. So hey, uh, you know what? A couple shekels money, man. To spend on New Year's Eve. And of course, remember uh, when? Uh, please uh, play responsibly. Must be nineteen years of age or older. Um, just a few more things. If you guys want to chip in the chat, what else we got? Um, I've got money on Knobloch for the Jack Adams. David says, oh. now, I, don't, I don't know about that, but Chris Knobloch, I will say this is that I've never really questioned his decisions. Like, no, me neither. I, was. I, I feel very calm with him behind the bench. I'm not really blaming him for this happening or that happening. Kind of like maybe with Woodcroft, I was kind of getting annoyed with the line blender and how he was. But with with Knobloch, I feel like I don't have to worry with this guy. Maybe it's because of Paul Coffey as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And like you said it right there, Walls, like I'm not really questioning him either, man. Like ever since he stepped in, he hasn't given us a reason to doubt him whatsoever. His lines are working. The offense is rolling. The decor is rolling. And he got Stuart Skinner playing extremely, extremely well. So absolutely, yeah, I've absolutely loved Coach Knob since he stepped behind the bench for us. A hockey fan says Knobloch came into a really tough situation here and he sorted out. I think I think it's a mix of Knobloch and the players because we do have to give them credit. They're the ones ultimately on the ice and For they sure. have to figure it out. And I, I don't know how much it was maybe, maybe it was a spark, this coaching firing. It was it was interesting how it all unfolded. And now we're here and uh, you know, I don't know where we are in the standings right now. I haven't checked, but it's it the Oilers are due for, I mean, uh, January is going to be very interesting to say the least. Yeah. So Knobloch's just got the Oilers playing just solid hockey on both ends of the ice. And like Bouchard's elevated his play. Like he's, I saw a, a couple of interesting things recently. So daily Faceoff had Evan Bouchard as a top five NHL defenseman for the year 2023. And yeah, I think, I think they actually had him as number four on their list. Yeah. yeah I, was, so, I was looking at the article. They had him as ranked as number four. And the one thing everyone has an issue with Bouchard is that his defensive play is poor. Where I feel since Knobloch's taken over and Chris um, Paul Coffey's joined, mm-hmm. his defensive play has been fine. Sure, there's the odd blunder here and there, but like, well, ultimately, he's providing so much offensively. 
That's exactly it, Waz. Like he provides so much offensively for. So like if we get that, if we get that tough defensive play every game or every second game, I'll deal with it, man. If the guy's a 70 point guy for us and he's providing consistent offense on the power play on five on five, I'll take that mm-hmm. mishap here or there from Evan Bouchard. Uh, Wade Polloway says, uh, knobs and coffee have them playing relaxed hockey. Exactly. Well put right there. Uh, we also have Ravina Brar Oilers being Oilers. Wow. Awesome. So excited for January. Hey, if the Oilers keep playing like this into January, we're going to have a lot of W's to talk about. Of course, L's are going to come here and there. People, if an L happens, let's not panic. It's going to happen. I don't, I don't envision the Oilers going undefeated in January. I'm, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but, um, <laughs> You never know. And, I mean, last year, the Oilers did turn around in January, I remember. Yep. Uh, it, was, it was Jack Campbell, actually, who had, like, his best run of games as an Oiler. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, a seven-game win streak. So, um, also, Gavin, I, I think we're coming up on your one-year anniversary. We're here with the nation. I am. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, dude, I actually think I actually think it's, um like, literally tomorrow would be my one-year anniversary <laughs> with the nation. So, Man, I absolutely love my my year with you guys. It's it's been an awesome first year. A lot of good laughs, a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what the new year brings. Uh, I got a good job from Tyler here. Thank you, Tyler. I hope you're enjoying your evening. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Gavin, you've done. You've been an incredible, uh, incredible person to work with. There we go. I was trying to think of the I words. appreciate you, Waz. Thanks, you're, you're, you're like the, the 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 Paul Coffee to the Chris Knobloch. <laughs> Maybe I don't know to an extent. Take those as a compliment. So thank you, thank um, you. Four fuck aches says Bush's defensive game. He laughs at it. What's wrong with it? It's it's. I mean, sure, it's not perfect. He's he's not like. Here's the thing. When people bring up Bouchard's defensive game, they're like they expect him to be like Chris Pronger. He's not going to be that guy. But that's no. No, and, that, and that's what I said. Like, we'll take a mishap here or there yes. from Evans Bouchard's laughing emoji, crying face, whatever that was. Yeah. If he's going to put up 70 points for us, man, it can, and quarterback our power play and provide on and provide, and provide five on five for us. So I'll take that mishap here or there. Call it a double-edged sword. Call what you will. But he's playing great hockey for us. Yes. And I'm with you too, Waz. I think his offensive game has been okay as of late as well. I, I think, like, we we love to bring it back to Paul Coffey, but even numerous players have been improved defensively. Even Vincent D'Arnais, I think, looks a lot better in the back end. I don't think he's been making a ton of mistakes. This- uh, also, yeah. Matias Ekholm has been playing like the Matias Ekholm of old with Bouchard, which has helped Bouchard. And another thing I was going to bring up, uh, data-driven hockey on Instagram, they, they outlined a few models. And right now, Evan Bouchard, for them, is the second place for the Norris trophy. There is a realistic possibility that Evan Bouchard will be a Norris candidate this season. Yeah. I'm hundred percent with you on that was. And like, and, and like we already brought up daily faceoffs list too. They have a ranks as a number mm-hmm. four ranked defense in the entire league. So what he's doing on the ice is definitely not going unnoticed. Uh, here we go. Uh, Wade Paul Wade photography says Bouchard play a career high of 29 minutes tonight, leading Eminem's defenseman with uh, 76 expected goals percentage, I believe. And at 5v5, while also picking him assist on the power play. He's been excellent. There you go. Uh, Braden says, Bouchard is never going to be a shutdown defenseman. That's not his style. But if he can make up mostly smart plays and be a PP merchant. No, like there he you doesn't go. have to be that quote-unquote shutdown yes. defensive yes. force. We have a Matisse Ekholm. We mm-hmm. have a Darnell Nurse. Bouchard, mm-hmm. if he provides offense for us, 
I'm a hundred percent happy with Evan Bouchard. Exactly. Oh, of course we have a oh, nurse such a detriment. I mean, I think nurse could have been better on that. I think second goal. But other than that, he was fine. I don't. I, I we don't need to harp on Darnell Nurse after a win. Well, right? we're always due for a comment or two about Darnell Nurse. Yeah. Every night, so. Um. But we. It's gotta be mentioned. What's got what happening here? Uh, coming into the new year. Uh, Arizona is going up. Ooh, the nation vacation it's gonna be a fun time let me tell you something the nation vacations are always fantastic especially with the on crew for 19.99 you can send your favorite fan on the trip of a lifetime to arizona with the on crew february 18th to 20th 2024 flights hotel hockey and the time of their life included we are now offering a flexible no flights option for 9.99 just a thousand bucks basically if you'd like to book your own flights but join us for the rest of the party we got you let me tell you, I've been on two nation vacations in the past, Vegas and Nashville. It's a, it's a fucking Great fantastic time. time. Uh, you make memories with Tyler. You make memories with Gavin. You make memories with me. It's uh, what can I say? And honestly, this uh, flexible no fights option is a great for those who just, yep. just you know, want to find their own way there. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me tell you, nation vacations are the party of a lifetime, surrounded by other Edmonton fans. And plus, you never know. You might meet your best friend there. Yeah, no, right? exactly. Like, I just went on our uh, Seattle one back in November. Everyone on that trip was had an absolute great time. And like you said, you make new friends. We all we all go watch an uh, Oilers game together. We all go to a sports pub, watch a couple hockey games. It's a great community. Everyone always has an absolute best time. So I'm definitely looking forward mm-hmm. to February going to Arizona. Uh, Maynard says, does a no-flight package include on-ground transportation? I cannot confirm that. Uh, you should reach out to the ones. Uh, Gavin. It's actually me. Yeah, no, so our transportation is only included from the airport to the hotel and then the hotel back to the airport on our departure. Um, when we're actually in when we're actually in the city, when we get to the arena, we, uh, we, we just find our own way to the arena. Um, speaking of uh, travel, by the way, we have uh, some nation citizens coming to Edmonton at the end of February, I believe. Uh, Dukes is in the chat. He is on the way. Uh, he's going to be to a few games. And we have another fellow from England coming. I can't remember his name for Tom. I, I do apologize. But if someone can point him out in the chat, I'm like, I'm thinking he's from England. He's coming here. And I'm excited to meet you both. Uh, Dukes, you're, you're a lovely chap. We're going to uh, Dukes down to uh, Nation HQ, man. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure Dukes. Like Dukes is from Australia. He's come from down under. And yeah. like, if you know that song, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> um, Marlo Meme says, are you missing Gavin in Red Dead Redemption 2? I don't know what that, know what that means. But I have been playing a lot of that recently. Very fun Yeah, no, game. great game. Great game. I yeah, played it through myself. Uh, I, I don't know what character I'm getting uh, a reference to here. But <laughs> let us know. Let us, let us know. Exactly. Um, Gavin, do you have any plans for the New Year's Eve? Yeah, or there's, yeah. Or so, um, we're definitely starting the day by watching uh, qu- quite a bit of football, quite a bit of football, and then I might go check out that uh, thing going on down at Ice District as well. Oh, interesting. Okay, actually, yeah. that's a good question for the chat. What do you guys have planned for New Year's Eve? Like the past few years, I typically stay at home, hang out with mm-hmm. you know the lady or whoever, or play some games or with the family. I'm interested in left since I'm Polish. We tend to watch this like there's this huge like New Year's party in Poland. It's actually crazy. Like apparently like millions of people come out for this event. It's like a giant rave for New Year's Eve. And, like some of the biggest celebrities around the world come for this. I remember like a few years ago, like Pitbull was there. I'm like, what is Pitbull doing in Poland? But like it's massive. <laughs> so um and I, I think Greta is gonna be doing something as well too. So oh. so definitely go check out Greta tomorrow. 
let's let's bring up Greta. Of course, uh, brought you closing thoughts here. Brought to you by Greta Bar YEG, the place in town to watch a game pre or post. It doesn't matter, home or away, it doesn't matter, win or loss, it doesn't matter. The Greta vibes are always going. It's gonna be a great spot to be for New Year's Eve. I might make an appearance. I don't know. I'll definitely. I, I am planning Maybe to both. be in downtown tomorrow night, and I gotta visit Greta. It's honestly a great time. You can. The games, the food, the drinks. It's we, we've had everything. Some, little bit of everything. We, Good people. You got the games, like you said. The drinks, the food. Mm-hmm. You, get, you have it all, Greta. You never know. Maybe Boardsy will be feeling a little better because he has. I don't know. He's, he's battling something right now, and that's why I'm here. But uh, Boardsy's always a good time. I hope he he'll have a good New Year's Eve. We're all thinking about Boardsy right now. When I think of Greta, I think of Boardsy. It's, it's <laughs> they're intertwined at this point. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I've never been to Greta, but I want to kick some ass in Mario Kart. Chell Iverson, I will beat you in Mario Kart. Oh, man. Yeah, there. and there's four seats, too, so I'm getting in on that one. Ooh. Uh, back to the oil talk here. Uh, yeah. Zach Troutman asks, uh, Holloway return, where does he fit? That's a good question. Yeah, I'm going to bring up the lines. Because it's interesting because McLeod's been doing well as a left a winger recently. So, And that's the thing, Was like, I don't really want to mess with this top six at the moment. If it's not broke, don't fix it. I think our offense is rolling. So, like... I wouldn't put Holloway in the top six right now, even though I think somewhere down the line, he can work his way back up there, but I definitely would not touch that top six right now. Hmm. A lot of people in the chat are saying Connor Brown needs to sit. Like that's where, I mean, the same time when Connor Brown was, I mean, small sample size, he was buzzing tonight against LA. I don't know. Like maybe this Adam Ernie six. I know Adam Ernie did score recently, but he typically does nothing else in my opinion, but maybe I've not watched them close enough. Um, what do you like? Does Hallway come in for Ernie, and then because Evander Kane also hasn't been buzzing. Like nothing, I have nothing like 
totally against well, Kane, but like, like, like to be quite frank, was like I know Connor Brown did have a good night tonight, but I honestly think he will be the odd man out. Unfortunately, he's just not producing at the time. But I understand, like he's putting the puck on net a little yeah. bit now. But at the same time, the guy has to produce, and I think if Holloway steps into the lineup, I think he can provide a little bit more offense than Connor Brown in the bottom six. Well, fortunately, it's uh. With with the upcoming January schedule, like I think the two toughest opponents we may have are the Maple Leafs and the Calgary Flames. Yeah, we we have and a then, really nice January schedule here coming. And up. then I think maybe the easiest opponent we have is the Blue Jackets. So you you could probably maybe mix up the lines a little bit more yep, come January. Sure. Uh, depends on how much you want to risk. Uh, Liam Horbin is in the chat. Liam, how are you doing, buddy? I saw you doing pre gaming with boards in like a like a cooler the other day. What was going on there? Uh, but good to see you, buddy. Uh, Lavoie is an app. Oh, we didn't talk about Lavoie. He he stepped in here tonight. He I did. mean, the only only like highlight moment for Lavoie was unfortunately that penalty, but like his flow was good. Like he had nice hair. Um, but I, I wish he could. I think he almost buried one. I think he was playing with Connor for a bit there. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't really notice him too much today. Was to be quite frank, obviously, other than that penalty. But mm-hmm. yeah, he, he came in and he filled the role kind of thing. So I wasn't expecting a lot from Ralph coming into tonight. I know he was he wasn't going to be that. Obviously, that difference maker coming into the lineup tonight. But, yeah, like, he held his own there on the ice. Uh, LSKM says, where is Sam Gagne? Gagne is in Edmonton. He did not travel with the team. Uh, I think he's still dealing with something after that high stick, I believe. Yeah. It was against – who was that against? New Jersey? I believe no. it was New Jersey, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Gagne lost some chiclets, maybe, again, some extra dental work. Who knows? And who? I mean, for Gagne, I know he wants to play, but at least he gets to spend some time with the family. That's always yeah. important as well. Uh, wow, Oilers won a game, says Hudson. Uh, they've won four in a row, actually. Yeah, they, they, they've been winning uh, quite a bit of hockey games here lately. So, uh, yeah. It's not like they've been beating, like, the worst teams. Like, LA's a damn good hockey team. Sure, Even New Jersey, shootout. man. Like, I knew, I know New Jersey yeah. started slow, but they've been playing extremely good hockey as of late. Um, Rangers, obviously a nice comeback victory against one of the best teams in the league. Uh, the San Jose Sharks, the Oilers just put the sword to them as they should have. Yeah. I think they they had a bit of angst there. They like we wanted to kick their asses. Um, the penalty against the wall was so BS, Gina. We we agree with you hundred mm-hmm. percent. Um, like I said, he he breathed on him, and it's like penalty get in the box. I I don't get it. Um, I'll, I'll try that in one of my soccer games. See if the same thing goes. I know it's different sports, but in indoor soccer, you can kind of do the same. Um, Zach Chapman says thanks for the chat, boys. Zach, we hope you have a wonderful night and uh, just a yeah, great new year. I goes out to everybody in the chat. We hope you all have a wonderful 2024. Just continue to hang out with us on after dark, pre-gaming. Or yeah, we appreciate every day. all you guys for sure. Thank you. Uh, qu- small, small question for you, Gavin. Is, is that a clock behind you? It looks it's like a, a dark- massive clock, man. I can't it's- tell if it's like a Viking shield. It, I honestly, I couldn't tell you, <laughs> but it's an absolute massive clock. Actually, someone in the chat today was actually was actually coming about how massive <laughs> the clock is. It, it's a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> uh liam says i watched top gun maverick yesterday i heard it's good uh it's on netflix so let's go check it out uh, um man i haven't seen top gun or top gun maverick neither have i i'm a little uncle okay good i thought i thought i was weird by uh by saying that that i haven't seen either of the top guns so i i, I get i actually get uh, chirped about it quite a bit so i'm glad you're on the same page as me was uh quickly uh david says oilers are now doing what everyone thought they would going to the season yeah, and you know it's interesting when people see the Oilers. I, I would say, cat, say casual hockey fans, they will see the Oilers at the bottom of the standings, and they're like, "Wow, this team's not that good." 
And then, of course, Sportsnet brings up, you know, how they've had five players have over 30 points already. I'm like, yeah, because that October, that early November was a huge detriment to their season. It really just put them back a lot and dug themselves a deep hole. But I think, like, since November 7th, the Oilers have the most wins in the NHL. And that's nothing to scoff at. They've played some really good teams in there. The Jets are a good team. Golden Knights, Rangers, Devils. Now the Kings, five teams on my hand who are damn good, and the Oilers have beat them since November 7th. Yeah, exactly. I think like one point in our season two was we were seven games under 500. And now I'm now jumping fast forward to today. Now we're two games over 500 too. So we've been playing extremely good hockey <clears throat> as of late. We're getting ourselves back in the picture and, and we're playing great caliber of hockey too, everyone. So like looking back earlier in the year, other than maybe Zach Hyman, no one was playing well on this hockey team. Now look mm-hmm. at it. McDavid's rolling. Dry Saddle's rolling. Yeah. Matias Ekholm's back to his full strength. Everyone's playing good hockey. Stuart Skinner, Evan Bouchard, everyone's playing great hockey. And it's so, and Coach Knob's coming and giving us that extra spark. So I'm absolutely loving where this hockey team's at right now. Uh, C.M says, one team I want to see them beat is Tampa because they can outplay them. They just end up losing. Have we played Tampa twice this year already? And we've... Um, I know we had that game against where Vashlevsky. Yeah, like like they through. Tampa Bay came back against us like yeah. not too long ago. That that was um because that would have made it nine straight wins, right? And then they stopped yeah. their winning streak. So I, um, that's the last one that came to my mind about Tampa. Maynard brings up other than the stinker against Florida, it's been a month long heater. Yeah, it was a it was a gift of a month as they would. Say. I, I had to. Oh, say, I see what like, you did you there. So is that Gene Principe um, on the other side of that camera? Oh, I've wait. been learning a lot from him. I've been <laughs> watching Gene for like 13 years now. To be honest, it's kind of weird to think about. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, LSK. We we are now we went 0 and 4 against Florida teams this year. So um, I don't know. Can we? How, how what's the Oilers schedule looking like here tomorrow? They take on Anaheim. And any predictions going into that game? And um, I think we take care of business too. I think it's going to kind of be the same game like it was against San Jose. Um, so I'm going to go five-one Edmonton Oilers win, and then I think uh, I think Nuge finds the back of the net. Nuge finds the back of the net. Okay, I will go with. I feel like I'm a cloud goal, mm-hmm. and I will say four-two Oilers. I I think the Ducks can be a little sneaky. I know they had okay. a decent start. Uh, hopefully no Michigans from Trevor Zegers because I think that's always good. <laughs> yeah, that last Michigan goal he scored was absolutely nasty, man. Yeah, that was wild. Bedard, right? That's <sighs> but uh, yeah, it's. I think it was on the same night too. Yeah, that, that, I hope they come out and have a strong. I know they're coming off a game tonight, but the Oilers last year actually on New Year's Eve did not play well. If we remember, they yeah, took on the Winnipeg Jets. I believe it was a sloppy game. I think Clem Costin scored in that. I think they wore the reverse retros that night as well. Um, so the Oilers have an interesting record on New Year's Eve. I think I posted it last year. I'll have to go dig for it. But uh, Eric Richards is calling for a 5-2 oil win. Uh, Yanmark goal. That's a guy. I like Ooh, chalk it up. I like it. Darren Nay and Brown will score Reese Davis. You have to parlay that, man. You'd be Buddy. an absolute millionaire come the new year. I'll build you a statue if that happens. <laughs> don't don't hold me to that, but uh, I don't. Uh, money on Hyman is a good bet for sure. Oh, of course. Um, Definitely. Doug Robbie says drinking for the right reason. Hey, it's Saturday night. It's also New Year's Eve tomorrow. Have some fun. Yeah. Um, if you're betting on McLeod to score, make sure – you put a sprinkle on the first goal too. The man loves to score in the first minute. Yeah, was a stat a really good take. I like that. Chew yeah, maybe, yeah, I like that. 
QF Pro, we, we should get you an after dark. <laughs> uh, 6 2 with Hyman's adding to his goal. I want to see a hat trick. I want to see like a Leon hat trick. Um, Kane would be good. I mean, there's so many players obviously who need to get start kind of scoring. Yeah, I, I, off their back. I don't know. I guess we'll see if Kane plays. So we'll go. I wouldn't there. be surprised if Darnell Nurse gets a 5v5 goal anytime we'll score. I can okay. see that. Um, just Darnell have a couple shorthandies. I don't know, but it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited. New Year's Eve, 6 p.m. start. By the way, for the oil tomorrow. Yep. Um, a little earlier than usual, which is nice and allows you to kind of go and have some fun, enjoy the rest of the evening, especially for us. I mean, it's almost 11:42. Uh, tomorrow, I think I don't know if Borzy's back on After Dark. Uh, yeah, I'm not too sure. Feeling, I'm not but, too sure. Uh, we are slated to have bagged milk. Uh, he yep, says from, uh, actually, yeah, it's Tyler and BM on it tomorrow. Oh, there on, you go. The, the, they love each other. Perfect way to end <laughs> the year. Um, hey, Chuck. Uh, will Kane be out tomorrow night too? Cameron says, I don't think so, but. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll yeah. have to see. We'll have to play that one by year. Cause obviously we weren't even sure going into tonight. Um, the only way we found out was like when he obviously wasn't out there for a warm up. So we found out a half hour before ice time. I would not be surprised if it's the same approach going into tomorrow. Yeah. So tune in the pregame with Borzy. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll break the news like we did today. If uh, Kane's in the lineup or not. Uh, one thing we got here is from Reese Davies is I still think we need a defensive old head to get us to the playoffs. Uh, interesting. I know the Oilers on the back end, they at least maybe want a, another right shot defenseman to maybe replace Cody CC, a better partner for Darnell nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, this, there's like little odd spots. The Oilers can really tweak come the deadline. I know goaltending is the, the massive one, but. In terms of tweaking the overall lineup, like I don't know if you saw, like Chris Johnston the other night, other day, put a he he felt like Jake Gensel, mm-hmm. Gensel yeah, I'm butchering that at Pittsburgh would be a good suitor for the Oilers. I'm yeah, like, Jake Gensel, yeah. I don't know. Like ideally, it sounds fun on paper, but oh like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like he's a great I, hockey player. I would absolutely love him on this hockey team. But do I see him getting him? I, I think no, we have to I, give up a lot I, more than I don't see how you make the money work. I don't I, I don't really see I don't really see that happening. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I would absolutely love Gensel on this hockey team, but I, I don't think it's realistic. Oh yeah. It's yeah, that was that was a weird like that's one player I've never connected with the Oilers. I know Trav's connecting in the past a few times. Um he's having a good year at connecting though. Final buzzer good says year. needs somebody besides Fogel or Kane on the second line. I would say Fogel's interestingly like I like Fogel. I don't know. I don't want to, you might have to get rid of him. It just might be a, have to be a business. One transaction. of those trade pieces, right? He's actually yeah. on Frank Servali's trade on a, a trade baits board. So yeah, Fogel might be the odd man out, so to speak, but uh, only time will tell. I know, I know Zach Lang has been very anti. Let's not trade Fogel. We need a guy. Yeah, he like loves Fogel. He loves him. Um, What else was I going to bring up? A uh, Derek Ryan. Got to bring him back one more time. <laughs> I think someone earlier said, um, kind of surprised to see him take a shootout or like oh you know i didn't expect the coach to tap him leon drysettle actually said in an interview i think with sportsnet a while back he said the one player that's good on breakaways or that he put in a shootout is Derek ryan um well, yeah one. like obviously he's doing something right if he's falling up guys like mcdavid new yeah. and drysettle if he's the next man up in a shootout Obviously, the guy's making moves in practice, man. So, yeah, no, and credit to Coach Knob for uh, trusting his gut on that one and going with DR. And, and DR in general, he, he does well on breakaways uh, yep. when it comes to, like, 5v5 scores. So, mm-hmm. um, Doug Robbie says, Oilers be laying down some legit heavy hitters so far. I don't, what do you mean by that? Like, 
beating good teams. I, I, whatever I think, he's yeah. saying, I agree with I him. Think, I think that's what he means. <laughs> um, I was going to say we should get a Russian goaltender, but Samsonov is Russian. I don't, yeah, there's not many, too many hot Russian goalies nowadays. Maybe Gorgia, but he got pissed off the other day. I'm okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. That high stick Derek Ryan took at the end of the third, he deserved that winner. I agree, Cameron. Derek Ryan deserves everything. He, he's, <laughs> don't, let's not get, this is not the Derek Ryan show. This is Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, let's see here. Would love Lindholm. Uh, any per- trade pieces you'd like to see the Oilers go after, uh, Gavin, uh, other than a goalie? Like if if I don't have to worry about like the return or anything like that, if cap isn't an issue, I, I think Jake Getzel's on my list, man. Like I just think mm. he would do the team so well on the wing. He's having a good year. He he puts up consistent goals. He finds the back of the net consistently. So I think he'd be an extreme, extreme compliment to the Edmonton Weathers team. Yeah, I think like it's funny because whenever you ask people like, oh, what do the Oilers need more? A goaltender, top six winger, top four defenseman. Yeah. People are like, these are all issues that Kalen Holland should have fixed. But like, unfortunately, problems do tend to arise. Like For sure. A daily faceoff actually, give, they give the Oilers a lot of love recently. They have named uh, the Ekholm trade the best trade of 2023. And I remember Tyler's reaction. Oh, my God. And for Tyson Barry, Reed mm-hmm. Schaefer. And interesting love. I know Reed Schaefer has not really been playing well in junior. Okay. Uh, you know, Ginger Beef, we love what he meant to the nation. But, unfortunately, it's not been able well. But Jaden Grube in Bakersfield has actually been putting up some points and goals. And it's looking like a good deal that they got. I think they traded for him from the Rangers in May, which was interesting to see. But um, mm-hmm. Chell Iverson says Tanev would be an awesome add, too. I don't, I don't make me deal with Calgary. Ew. Yeah, you don't really <laughs> obviously see that, especially between uh, yeah. uh, division rivals. So, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, I would love Tanev on the soccer team. But mm-hmm. same thing. Trading within divisions is so yes. extremely hard. Uh, I mean, of course, we've seen like you know Calgary and Edmonton make deals before. You know, for sure. Lucic for Neil. We got Laddie Schmid, I think. Laddie like, Schmid, yep. I forget who was in that deal, but Laurent Brassois. Um, I think we need Tyler Ennis down the stretch. Yes, Kate Knight. We'll, well, let's get Gaetan Haas in the mix as well. <laughs> um, convince Adam Larson to return for a cup run with an agreement we trade him back to Seattle. I dream large. I know, man. I, 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 I miss, I miss Adam Larson. That guy was everything I wanted a defenseman, but then kind of solid replacement on TSEC home. Um, let me see here. Bring back. Yeah, the chat guys. Like who would you guys want to see the Edmonton yeah. go after for, for, for a trade target? I mean, we, we all know the goalies, like the goalies, everything else, but like, if we can, I mean, the, if we want to, I I think a third line center is I don't I don't know my third line center as well enough. Nick no, Dowd. no, for sure. And like one of the best under the radar additions that the Edmonton has made last year was Nick Bustad. Since yes. he came to Atlanta Forest last year, he was extremely, extremely he, he was so good for us, right? Like obviously mm-hmm. he left like 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 no disfault to him whatsoever. But when he came to the Edmonton yeah. in that deal, he performed extremely well for us. A lot of people, and especially like social media, have been pointing out that trade, how the Oilers have at this point lost that trade, unfortunately, because Michael Kesselring's been scoring and doing well in Arizona. It, at the time, the Oilers made a trade to uh, – they, they, they were really hoping to go for the Stanley Cup. They were hoping to win the Cup. Uh, it was kind of an all-in all move, and unfortunately, you have to you know, part of ways with good prospects, but uh, – yeah. You never know. Maybe in 2023, we'll we'll see some great trades. And I think, uh, you know, 
we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up here, Gavin. It's been it's been a solid after dark, a solid victory from the Oilers. Uh, but just want to thank everyone in the chat for tuning in and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, let us. It was know. a good win. It was a good Give day. It. Good Saturday night. Oilers win. Cowboys win. Oh, like shootout win. What a night of sports. Of course, uh, thank you to all our sponsors: uh, Greta, Alberta Blue Cross, DoorDash, Batway. Please uh, bet responsibly. Nineteen plus. Uh, of course, head to Nation Gear. Uh, we're having currently start our Boxing Week, uh, so if you want to get some yeah. fresh merch. And of course, Oilers Nation Vacation. And uh, subscribe and hit that like button. We'd like to we'd like to promote our YouTube and like- and was stick tap. See you, my friend. Absolute oh. well done thank on you. your first full show of hosting man really good job was thank you i was, I was a little nervous man? at first because oh, man, you just, did awesome yeah thank really you. good Appreciate show it. really good show but so six apps to you was great job uh maybe i uh, hopefully i'm not here too often because this is boardsy <laughs> thing but uh once i think the last thing i'll say is boardsy we're hoping you feel better man and uh we'll be we're all thinking of you so well, have a good night folks we're gonna end it here and let's go oil Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 